Yeah, yeah. Uh. Underrated, underrated, we the underdogs, underestimated. Yeah. Underrated, underrated, we the underdogs, underestimated. We the one. We the one. Yeah, out of the darkness, I rose up. Golden my soul, it's a gold rush. The treacherous trio is on your smart listening device radio thing or however you get the audio. This is the Digital Gumbo Podcast <laughs> After Party. This is episode after the party. 30. It's the after party. That's right. Thank you, Maestro, T. Petty, uh, Dries Elbow, and Nookie Bishop Jr. Uh, the views expressed and the language used on the Digital Gumbo Podcast may be offensive to some. Listener discretion is advised. T. Petty, the Grammys, did you watch and what were your reactions? Nope, did not watch. I can't remember what I was doing. I think I was working, but I did catch some excerpts because y'all know Silk Sonic is my shit. Okay. Got my boy in there. So I appreciated that. It was a predictable outrage with the uh, with Cardi B and Meg and that performance. Uh, Beyonce, I mean, making history once again. So, I mean, you love to see it. I'm rooting okay. for everybody black per usual. Okay, okay, 27 Grammys for Beyonce. Most 28. 28, okay, mm-hmm. 28. And Blue Ivy even got one, so that's what's she up. She did. Absolutely. Uh, Blue Ivy got a, a Grammy? A what, young She mogul. did a spoken word album or something? It was something she did on, um, well, oh, God, the Beyonce stands are going to kill me. What was it called? That that project she dropped with uh Black is King. Oh, the King. Black yes, is King. Oh, that's right. Oh, I couldn't right. remember that to save my life. That's right. Okay. See, we got okay, you. Yep. I got your back. That's why I know I know a little Appreciate something. you, bro. No problem. No. Now I did see the excerpts as well. And Drees, um, I'm gonna send you a clip. So um they had a dancer in like a black like a big high heel shoe, but the bottom of the shoe was glass, and then they had the money coming through like a blower out of this little like um I don't even know what it was, like this little shoot, and the dancer was dancing inside. So once well, we whose performance was this? That was Cardi B and them's performance. So no. bro, once we get our shots and go back to the gentleman's club, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a, a big glass hell? slipper. Wait, let me let me imagine this nook. A big glass slipper with yes. money blowing around inside. Yes. That's what yes. it was. You know, like when they wow. go when they had a game show and they okay, get the money and all the money you can hold on to. <laughs> yeah. They had that, but it was a clear bottom high heel shoe, and the dancer was dancing in the I was like, now that's some inventive shit right there. I liked it that. You don't see that every day. <laughs> you do not see that every day. Um, Drees, uh, this is kind of <laughs> sad. Um, a man, he was working in a cemetery in the metro New York City area. So you know about ditch diggers living in the south in the whole nine yards. He literally. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he literally by hand dug a seven foot ditch to put a um, casket in. But you know that during the winter, the ground gets wet. Um, oversaturated, the walls of the ditch that he dug fell in on him and he died. They tried to get him out and he died. Like you never think that, you know, um, it would be that serious or anything like that would ever happen. But a ditch digger literally dug his own grave at a, a cemetery in New York, in the Metro New York City area. Yeah, man, yeah. that is like so sad, but it happens a lot. No, I don't know. Like, it's like if you dig in a hole, 
or, or, or a ditch or whatever you're digging, right? Like after you get so deep, you need reinforcement because the yeah. walls will cave in. I actually um, knew a person that I work with that her, her father was actually digging around the foundation of their house, just trying to clear some stuff up. And it slid and pinned him against the house. Luckily, they came out and they was able to get him out and, and everything like that. But it happens. And it probably happens a lot more often than you think. So if you're out there digging a hole and, and it, it's it's so deep and so wide and it's not reinforced, it'll give in. Now, I will say the other thing. Now, this is something I'm trying to get. I, I, I tell my wife, we talk about like, you know, how you want your funeral service to be and stuff like that, especially every time I mess up. You gotta have that discussion, but but anyway, I was like, one of the things like I think it would be cool if all my friends help dig my grave. I think this would be good. Sir, like you know away, I don't do I don't do manual you know, labor. Think about think about that though, Absolutely But you got not. enough of y'all out there. You ain't got to dig them, but like two or three things, sir. And you know, and y'all have a couple of drinks. Y'all can talk. Y'all can reminisce. Why y'all like? You know, Sir. digging my grave. I think Sir. that would be cool. I think I would be looking down from heaven. <laughs> Is that where you think you're right. gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> or looking up, looking, looking up, maybe. It's like, get me out of here. <laughs> now y'all know good and well. Your girl won't be doing any manual labor. I will pay somebody. Yeah, yeah. We'll to dig a- my portion. <laughs> now what are we gonna do, T Penny? We're gonna get a GoFundMe and get a backhoe, like a big one. We're gonna be drinking all right, but he's gonna be digging and scooping that shit out like we good and then just put the casket in there. What why are we talking about more? Why, sir? Oh, There's yeah, no need to have this discussion. Why are yeah, we talking about this? Because I because oh, of the ditch digger. Like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Now wait, wait, no, that was a bad way to go. a ditch or an actual grave. Well, it was just, just a was, grave. It was a grave, yeah, to put the casket in. So yeah, but yeah. Now, they, they, now I'm gonna I'm I'm blame them because they needed a backhoe, and probably <laughs> the reason why they ain't have a backhoe because it's the the ground was probably too soft, and they didn't want to bring it out there and mess up the ground. So that's probably why they was digging it by hand, which was what they shouldn't have been doing anyway. Now so they probably gonna sue them. Some states regulate that there's a, you pay for when you have a service, a concrete vault. Some states and counties require it, some states don't. So he may have been digging the ditch to put the concrete vault in and that's when it collapsed. But that is uh, very, very sad. Um, T. Petty, you are our resident um, ecology expert. An iceberg the size of 22, uh, as big as 22 Manhattan Islands broke off. Mm, mm, Where mm. did that take place? What does that mean? What is going on? We about to die. That's what it means. Listen, that's what happened at the beginning of 20, was it 2012? Day after tomorrow. One of those damn disaster movies and we saw what happened there. Shit's fucked up. Mm. And I don't I don't know if uh, somebody was since being elected and um, in this country anyway is going to be enough to reverse the damage that's happening or first stop and then try to reverse the damage that's happening um, in enough time. Like, whew, we've, mm-hmm. we've seen the evidence. The weather is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, shit's breaking off. Shit's thawing out that hasn't thawed out in hundreds of thousands of years. So mm. it's not looking too good. Sir, I'm going to go ahead and throw it to you, but I'm going to caution you about two things. One, we talked, a, we talked about the Milne, M-I-L-N-E ice shelf in a previous podcast. Do not call the, the it. Milf, the milf. Not, don't you do that. Oh, don't you disrespect God. them icebergs. Don't call it the MILF ice shelf. Also, we cannot... Uh, 
Also, we cannot use Gorilla Glue to glue the iceberg. <laughs> the floor is yours. Uh, okay. All right. So, you know, like, all right, if you have a glass with some water in it, right, and you add some ice cubes, what's going to happen? The water level of that glass going to rise. So that's the same thing. These big chunks of, like, um, glaciers breaking off, the size of whole, like, states, you ain't going to have Miami. Miami gonna be underwater. New Orleans gonna be underwater. You know, it's like you, you. It's like at some point that land is gonna be reclaimed by the sea, and that's well, all global warming. Is anybody gonna be sad if Florida is underwater? Well, I don't know about Florida, but uh, <laughs> we'll miss Florida, we'll miss New Orleans definitely. Well, that's true, man. Yeah. Save New Orleans at all costs, yeah, but I mean, most costs. of the city was built below sea level, so that's correct. Yeah. Fucked in the game. Yep. So, so see, Betty, you're right. It's it's no one, one person or one country gonna solve this one. This is a a, a crisis for humanity. Yeah. This is our Earth. We tend to think like we disconnected, but like we just all on a ball floating around in space. That's all the Earth is—a round ball floating around in a vacuum. And people forget that. All right. Well, we'll leave our science report there. All right, Drees, we're going to go ahead and switch it up. We're going to play a, pick, a quick game of choose your own adventure, but we're going to make it rapid style, rapid fire style as well. So you got a choice between BBW and Wing. Uh-oh. Oh, BBW. All right. Or Wing. I'm going with BBW. All right. BBW. At a Bath and Body Works in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's uh, oh, I thought it was going to be like <laughs> something else. <laughs> At a Bath and Body Works in suburban Phoenix, there was a fight that got. Did you see that video that I sent you? Yes, I did. It was a whole fight at the Bath and Body Works, and they was going at it. Uh, Tell me about that fight. You know, okay, so first of all, they was fighting over some smell goods. (laughs) Like, you know, well, it was really one person was standing too close to the other person. And it was like back off, right? It was something, and it was like hilarity ensued with them fighting in the, in the middle of the Bath and Body Works. But like, you know, Bath and Body Works, it's like, why you pick that place to fight? Like, what's, what, what is you fighting over in a Bath and Body Works? That's what I, I, I don't understand, but it, it was entertainment. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a bunch of Karen, so who knows? They could have been fighting about any damn thing. Yeah, they, them employees went in. You think them people is nice Listen. and docile and help you with the little uh, candles and stuff? They'll beat your ass. <laughs> yeah, they was throwing hands. <laughs> they was throwing haymakers. Uh, they was telling everybody, get out. Y'all leave. Y'all leave. Well, they was telling the people that was fighting to leave. If it was us, we probably would have got tased or worse. Some, somebody's purse was over there and then over here, and I'm not leaving without my friend purse. It was worse than the club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> T. Petty, you have the choice between wing or cow. C-O-W. You can give me the wing. In um, Antelope, California, which is in Northern California, a man ordered some wings from Wingstop. His order got messed up. He came into the store to give the people a piece of his mind. He didn't let them remake his order. And since it was online, they couldn't give him a cash refund. He got upset. The man snatched the $6,000 cash register, 
broke it open on the ground two times, and wow. then he took the remaining pieces of it and threw it through and shattered a glass pane window. Uh, what's in these wings that's making people lose their goddamn minds? You know, that's a good question. I've never had GameStop wings, so I don't know. But it's, it's really... Uh, I'm sorry, I said GameStop. Lord have mercy. I told y'all I was sleepy. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Wingstop. I've never had Wingstop wings, so I don't know. But it's chicken. Pete, listen, he been locked up in his house too long and he lost his damn mind. Now, but this is what I want to know. Where were the police while he was going through all these destructive acts? Had that been one of us, they'd have been there like Johnny on the spot as soon as we looked like we was about to breathe hard. Somebody mm. should have tased his ass like bacon. They looking look, for him, oh, and uh, he hasn't got arrested yet. Yeah, go ahead, Drees. Look, I, he hasn't I, gotten I, arrested yet. No, they have. They still looking for him as of the day. Hey, look, I, I kind of understand this one now, because first of all, you be mad when people mess up your order, and it's it's okay to be upset if people mess up your order, right? I ain't saying you got to get violent around it, but then he gave them a choice. He was like, "Give me my money back." And they said, sir, you ordered these online, so it's not our policy to give you your $8.99 back, your $8.99. Now, my thing, if you're an employee at that business, you need to say in your mind, I think I need to give this guy his $8.99 back and let him be on his way. But they decide not to do that. They said, sir, that's not our policy. We can't do that. We're going to keep your money. So he went off. Now them garlic palm wings is good as hell, but I ain't going to jail or busting up nobody's six thousand dollar cash register. Well, he me. ain't going to jail either. They ain't even found him yet. They gonna they so gonna obviously he was and, white, and right? I, and I know he was busting up that cash register to get his eight dollars and ninety nine cent back. He just he couldn't just open left. the cash. No, register. he wasn't. He was he busted up because he was white and he could. They should have tased his ass like they do us. He left that money right there on the floor when that um, cash register busted open. Okay, Jerese, we're going back to you. We got um, cow or dog? Uh-oh, we done lost him. We're going to count down every well, time. Well, he's time. muted. Wait, wait, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, there he is. Okay. <laughs> sorry Unmute about that. Unmute yourself. Sir, I... we've been doing this for over a year. <laughs> Get your shit together. I said, I'll go with the cow because I can eat the cow. Cow. Okay, there's a guy, there's a guy that has a dairy farm. So he says during the pandemic, people have been lonely, a lot of single people, the whole nine yards. So he opened up going? His, uh, going? He, he opened up his dairy farm and for $75 oh, an hour, you oh, can Lord. sit like in a little pit and oh, hug Lord. a cow. And uh, do what? Hug, hug a cow. Hug a cow. It's like a cow hugging farm, $75 an hour. Um, is that something you would do? Would you hug a cow for $75 an hour? Does it come with milk? It might if you ask nicely. I was Sir, won't unpasteurized milk kill you? Hopefully it's pasteurized <laughs> or maybe get some butter or something like that. But yeah, $75. Why, why would, why, like, okay, you can hug a lot of stuff. Why would you hug a cow? I don't I don't get that. It's a lot of animals on a farm. I don't know if I would think the cow would be the first one I would hug. I'm not hugging no animals. I'm barely hugging humans. And you want me to pay to hug a stinking ass animal? Go ahead and slice that cow up so I can have me a steak. Hmm. 
Well, it's, it's a dairy cow, so I don't know if they make good steaks, but you can have. Well, give me some milk, a sour cream? cream, or something. Ice cream. I mean, I will take some ice cream. Okay. Now I, okay. I can see like him charging somebody for the experience of like, come milk a cow. You never milked a cow before. You can. Why would you want to do that? Like, you know, people like the experience of that, right? Like, you know, like I want to so see weird. where my food comes from. I want it to be, oh, all, you know, all fresh. <laughs> you know, so maybe you can milk the cow, and then they can. You know, pasteurized the milk and like here, take this pasteurized milk home that you milk with your own hands, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. My, and so my, I, I get that, but just hugging a cow just to be hugging a cow. My my food comes from um, Amazon and Whole Foods. So I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just I'll just pass on that. Okay, T Petty. Now we got cowboy or dog. <sighs> dog, I guess. Dog. There is a major biting problem at the White House. Um, Joe's dog, Major, been nipping at people's hands in the White House. You know how I used to go down south with your kinfolk? They had to send Major Biden, the dog, back to Connecticut to get him some training and shit. So there's a major biting problem at the White House. Is it, though? You got all these random-ass strangers trying to pet you? I will be mad, too. Get your unwashed Rona hands off me. Major, I'm on your side. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dries, have you ever had a problem? Have you ever owned a dog? And if so, did the dog ever bite anybody? Okay. All right. So let me tell you. All right. So we had this one dog who was growing up. I grew up around my cousins and we had this one dog name was Brownie. And uh, it was my cousin's dog. <laughs> was the dog why. brown? That, that makes yeah, me The laugh. dog was brown. The <laughs> dog was brown. Call him Brownie. Okay. And so, but Brownie was everybody's dog. We took care. Now, Brownie lived outside. Brownie ain't never come in the house. Brownie was outside, and we would throw sh- scraps, you know, food scraps. So Brownie never had, like, real dog food from the stove. It was just, like, the scraps from all our houses and all the cousins. And occasionally, like, we would have, like, pet rabbits and stuff like that. But Brownie was, like, an outside country dog. So, like, if the rabbit got the cage, that was the rabbit was done. It was gone. So like that that's my experience with like dogs and animals is like they made to be outside. Like even if they a pet, it is like they still an animal and they like they live outside. And so I know it's got to be hard on a dog like living in the White House. Like it's hard on humans living in the White House. But when you bring a dog in the White House, that's extra hard. Cause it's like it's their territory, it's their house, but then it's the people's house, and you got all kind of people in and out of there, and all kind of crazy stuff going on, and then it, people come at their owner sideways, they be ready to bite them. So that that I, that seemed normal to me. That's what a dog should do. Somebody probably like he probably sent something, and he just bit him. Okay, okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, shit. Uh, I think the dog is on his way back. So hopefully he's got uh, Cesar Milano, whoever the, you know, dog expert of the month is, uh, then, you know, coached him up. And it's important, you know, they got him from a rescue. So that's cool. So he probably had a little bit of an adjustment period and hopefully he won't bite up no Secret Service stuff. What Joe need to do is invite the Republican leadership over to the White House and let, oh, I'll be right back. Bite their asses up. Get their asses in line. Okay, Dries, you got a choice between cowboy and bacon. Oh, boy, you got that mute button. Unmute yourself, sir. Sir? Lord, have mercy. Sir. (laughs) 
we just gonna start to count every time his uh, audio. <laughs> this might be legit though. I do see him unmuted, but sir, have you paid your bill? Oh boy! I, I mean, right. he don't, he don't I, I'm, like... I'm back. I'm gonna go with internet service. What the hell? I'll, I'll select internet service. Can you select in real time? You on some kind of 15 I, second delay. I know. I don't know what's going on with my internet. Oh, you Cow know what's going on. <laughs> Cowboy or bacon? Bacon, always. They out here talking about it's about to be a bacon shortage maybe in the next three to six months. No, it ain't. Bullshit. No, it ain't. So they're saying that there's been overconsumption during the pandemic and that they're starting to find diseases in pigs. Um, plus that there's um, additional consumption. You know, the Chinese bought um, Smithfield, you know, the company that used to put the chips. No way, the they brought Smithfield? They bought wow. Smithfield a couple of years ago, and they're saying that there's a lot of exports of pork products overseas, mm -hmm. and that there may be a bacon shortage in the next three to six months. So well, where do you I, get I, your bacon from? Listen, I did it. I was watching um, Netflix, and they did this story on pork belly, on pork belly, and it, it was in uh, pork belly, belly in um, was it China? It was like they they are one of the largest consumers of pork belly, and they oh. told a whole history of how that came about to be. So I can see that they probably did. That's why they um, brought Smithfield, and they're like exporting kind of pork. Mm. Um, but I eat a lot of bacon. I eat bacon, man. Since the pandemic, it's been close to almost every other morning. We go through some bacon <laughs> in this house. And it's just like, it's, yeah, I know. It's, a pig. I know. I know we go through a lot of bacon. So that made me think it's like, wow, I didn't know other people was eating bacon like I was eating bacon. Hmm. Bacon so I don't feel is so the bad candy. now. Bacon is the candy of meat. Why would yes, you not is. eat it? Yes. yes. It's delicious. It is. Delicious. Ain't going to be no damn uh, bacon shortage. But let me stock up. I'm on my my uh, grocery <laughs> app right now. Y'all know I get my bacon from um, from a warehouse store. They had the best bacon ever. Okay. So I'm about to get me some. I got to find me a butcher. We got um, some emergency turkey bacon in the freezer. But yeah, this... Um, you said favorite. you got to find you a, a butcher. Yeah, and I'm just like, I don't... The bouginess might, on this damn I might podcast. not even need no meat, but like, man, just give me like five pounds of bacon or like get a bacon subscription service or some shit like that. And I'll be, <laughs> need a I'll be stocked of bacon. up. Slab of bacon. Whole, I cut it myself. Just send it to me. <laughs> With my own little knife. So, yeah, I mean, and China's the biggest consumer of everything, right? With yeah. a billion, 1.2 billion people. So, so there's that. Um... T. Petty, we go back to you. Cowboy or plane? P-L-A-N-E. Plane. Plane. The FAA reported 7,000 laser attacks on pilots while flying in 2020. What in the hell? People play too damn much. They got way too much fucking time on their hands and that shit is dangerous. I saw a news story about it and like the glare that comes um, through the through the cockpit, like mm -hmm. you literally cannot see. It washes everything out. Yes. And they do that shit on approaches and I think on takeoffs. Then I wish they could find a way to track down who's doing it and prosecute because that shit is dangerous as fuck. So mm. you pilots, y'all be safe out there. Absolutely. And if you know anybody that's doing that shit, call and drop dime on their ass to the FAA immediately. And I hope that they go to jail for the rest of their life with their crazy ass. Drees, 7,000, you know, a laser, you know, when you're in a lecture yeah. hall or whatever, they shine in the lasers into the cockpit 
of the plane, you know, through the glass and temporal. Who got time to do that? Who no. got time to do that? That you, <laughs> you watch? Know, you know who you, got time. I, you watching planes taking off landing so you can shoot a laser from the comfort of wherever you at. To, mm. And then, like, my thing is, like, what is you hoping to do? That's like you hoping that somebody get hurt. Mm. No, so it, it, they that, do. And mm. not just the pilot, but the hundreds of people that are potentially on these planes. This shit is not funny. And it's mm. not a joke. It's serious. Mm, mm, mm. Um, Drees, you got a choice now between cowboy and paint. P-A-I-N-T. I'm going to go with cowboy. Cowboy. The naked cowboy from New York City. You know the guy that plays guitar with the cowboy? Oh, you take pictures with him? Yeah, yeah. He went to bike week in Daytona Beach and got arrested for panhandling because the ladies was coming up and putting the uh, dollar bills <laughs> in his um in his drawers. And um, apparently that's against the rules. So you can um, have open sex and get drunk during bike week and do all the type of activities. But God forbid you play the guitar in public and the ladies give you a dollar. I know that had to be like a treat for him. That had to be like the best vacation. Cause like, you know, he in New York, it's rules in New York. You just take the picture with the naked cowboy. You know, you you know, he plays some songs, you laugh, you look at it. But when he goes to like to the beach and <laughs> to the bike or whatever, or where he wherever he went, yeah. it's like, oh boy, you get to stuff money down his drawers. That's that's pretty amazing. I think he had a good week. T Petty, is that technically panhandling? Listen, that man is out there earning his living. If somebody wanna put dollars down his nasty dingy ass draws and oh well it seemed like to me they got better other shit to be worried but about but think about that though t Patty. it's doing the rona so you just got random people who ain't washing their hands i mean coming up putting their hands in your drawers where, did, just like, where did you say he was doing that in uh, West- bike week they told beach in florida in Florida. And do in you Florida. see why I don't go to that nasty. fuck ass state? Florida is trash. The trash, almost the trashiest state in this trash ass country. It's a race between them, Mississippi, and Texas. So now I'm now I, I don't wish the the you know corona on nobody, COVID 19. But like if he if he come up with the COVID 19, it will not be a surprise. You got people like sticking their hands down your drawers, touching on you. He well, probably he probably has a double pair on, you know, just to be safe. So hopefully they tucked it. You in. ain't gonna get corona through your balls. Y'all cut it out. Well, hey, that is not a proven fact, T Petty. You do not know that for a scientific sir, fact. Sir, it's a respiratory issue. So unless yeah. you breathing through your dick some kind of way, I okay. don't think that's going to be an issue. Y'all here saying people getting blood clots from the shots. So we'll we'll see. Hopefully they will not be getting the rona through their um testicles. I need to go to bed because that is way funnier than it should be. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Who's up? I got a few more items. Who's up? It's um it's it's on T Petty because I chose cowboy. Okay. T Petty, I have paint or trophy. Paint or trophy. Yes. Eh, Give me paint. Paint. Sherwin Williams has come out with a new line of paint antibacterial paint that can protect your walls and home for up to four years from bacteria. You just simply wipe it away, but there's antibacterial material in the 
paint. I rhyme. Anti antibacterial material. Okay, in the paint. Um, <laughs> and protect your house and walls for up to four years. Would you buy it? No, black people wipe their walls down with copious amounts of bleach anyway. So I'm good. Why would I spend extra money for that? Mm. Um, Drees, I would buy this. I would actually just try and like find a, if they had a shade called Nookie Bishop Jr., I would dip myself in it all the way up to the neck and then just walk around for the next four years and let it wear off. I would also continue to wipe down my walls and paint my house and all the walls in the house with that <laughs> shit. I'm like, yeah, it's 2026. I'm protected. Or 2020. I can do my math. 2025. I'm protected. But uh Drees, you have the kids. Um, and you know, they little friends come in and out. Um, would you use this antibacterial paint? Well, I I don't know if I would pay the extra for it because we do, yeah, we can you can wipe down your walls and whatnot. Now, our big thing is, one, the kids go outside and play. Like, don't come through the house. You, you go outside and play. So we old school like that. Y'all yeah. go play in the yard. And, but but my six-year-old, he still like to walk right on wall, walls occasionally. So okay. long as it's like <laughs> you can wipe it down, I, I'm, I'm good with it. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Um, T-Petty, you chose paint. I got a couple more items I'm going to run through. But uh, Dries, I'm going to get the last one that I have up. Trophy. So, and T. Petty, we, we just going to let you just run with this when you get to, when it gets to your turn, but I'm going to get Drees first. Oh, boy. So, this pastor in Southwest Missouri is on leave. During his sermon, he told the women of the congregation. Oh, that, this motherfucker. I know see, exactly I what that. this is about. Okay, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me shut I up. Okay. So, I know it's going to be good because <laughs> I don't know what this is about, T. Petty. The pastor is on leave because he told the women of the congregation during his sermon, which turned out to be his last sermon, that they need to be trophy wives for their husbands like Melania Trump. He said the sweatpants and this, that, and letting yourself go is um, not what um, well he envisioned. And he said the ladies need to get um, their sugar, honey, and iced tea together and be trophy wives and present a bowl, in air quotes, for their Husbands, so uh, take that and run with it. Okay, I, I'm just hung up on the example that he used. I can't get over that. Like it's it's bad enough that you you preaching about somebody should be a trophy wife, and then you use that example. So it's just doubly wrong to to do that. And I think I did hear about this story, mm -hmm. and the part that you didn't say, Nook. And I heard he's like, <laughs> you might not be a trophy wife, but you can at least get a participant. You can be a participation trophy. He did say that. He did say and that. And I was like, oh my God. Mm. I'm surprised they didn't like stone him out the church. <laughs> I think all the women should just stone him right there on the spot. <laughs> now, look, I'm not going to try and talk about nobody, T Petty, but before I give it to you, we saw the video, and I'm going to give y'all a graphic representation of what this guy looked like. Oh, I'm going to say something. I'm going to talk about his ass, but go ahead. So there used to be a guy that used to go to Denver Broncos games called Barrel Man. And Barrel Man would come in with, like, some boots and a hat, and he would have, like, a barrel but like would have like um, suspenders on yep. and that's about it. And you know, you know who Barrel Man is, Idris? Yep. This guy looked like Barrel Man. So T. Petty, you saw wow. the pictures and um, he said that 
Melania was, what did he say? The epic trophy wife of all time. That's a quote. So um, I cleared the pain out for you. Take your shots. First of all, the audacity of that subpar motherfucker. He looked like he's smuggling watermelons under his shirt and got the nerve to talk about somebody else. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. That was what the first thing I thought of. And you standing across a pulpit saying some shit like that and people just sat there? Fuck you, for real. That sexist bullshit he was spouting. And then to pick Melania Trump, of all people, as the example of the perfect trophy wife, bitch, go to hell. For real. That's what I got to say to his roly-poly ass. Fuck him. You said um, the, the watermelons. You also said he, he was very barrel-chested. Like he like had this. Oh, it wasn't shirt. the barrel chest. It was all gut. <laughs> all of it. So fuck him talking about somebody's looks and his standards. What trophy are you, sir? Mm, mm, mm. Wait, ass. wait. Do y'all know was he married? I don't know. That would be an extra awkward if he was married. He might have not got a He probably is married. married because the how bar you, is beneath the like earth's that crust. With your wife like sitting right there. The audacity. The audacity. And mm. it ain't like he was cute with a watermelon under his shirt. He was ugly. Mm. Sir, if you don't go to hell. <sighs> that really pissed me off. Mm -mm. Well, T. Petty, while you on a roll, uh, Stacey Dash wants her ghetto card. Oh, that bitch. Fuck her too. Absolutely fucking not. Sorry, I'm interrupting all over the place. Go ahead and tell the people what this bitch has done. So she got on the interview saying that she was uh, angry and bitter and that was her time while she was on Fox and endorsing uh, GOP candidates and whatever. <sighs> She cried and teared up and then uh, said that, uh, you know, she wanted acceptance for lack of a uh, better phrase uh, back into the black community and um, black Twitter swiftly um, hit the rubber stamp denied on her request. You might have a heart attack when you find out the black folks don't want you back. Fuck you, Stacy. You talk shit about black people all this time and now that them whites over at Fox don't want your punk ass no more. You want to try to come slithering back? No, thank you. Denied. So go ahead and join the cohort with uh, what's that bitch with the raggedy edges? Candace Owens, mm. Diamond and Silk, and all the rest of those hookers because we're not interested. Mm. Thanks. Mm. Bye. Drees. Look, my, my thing is like black folks is forgiven. Long not as you me. Like, you know, I tell my I, I tell my in a sense, like long as you don't do no crazy stuff, man. Like, you know, it, it could be one thing, it's like, all right. If you have, if you fiscally conservative, if you like, you know, disagree with certain things, like we all disagree with each other. Black people don't believe the same thing. Like we can, you can disagree with us, think stuff. But what you can't do though, is you can't go around talking crap about black people. Nope. Like you ain't black. Mm. And so that's what she did. So it, it wasn't that she had like different beliefs or like that she just um, disagreed with some stuff. No, she was just trashing black folks. Eggs blackly. And just, mm. you know, so like, yo, no, no, black black folks, they ain't gonna forget that now. Mm. So you you can have different beliefs and, and ideas, and you can be you can you can voice those, but you can't just down people. So more ribs, no. chicken, and sides for me. Uh your uh, uh application is denied. Sorry, Stacy. 
I'm not sorry. Fuck you, girl. Hmm. Okay, first it was Mr. Potato Head. Then it was fucking Dr. Seuss. Now Pepe Le Pew has been written out of Space Jam 2. Drees, Pepe Le Pew, uh, they say he is not appropriate for the days and times that we're in. And and they right. Is like his his whole character was built on sexual harassment. And it's right. not acceptable. It, it it shouldn't have been acceptable then. Is is definitely not acceptable now. So no, who needs a character like that? That's like you saying like, well, I'm a, I'm gonna just um have a racist character because that's that's what was originally there, and I think I need to put in a racist character now. No, times it it shouldn't have been there then, and it definitely should not be there now. And and I don't know why people is faking all this. Oh Lord. Uh oh no. Here we go. Okay. All <laughs> He'll be right. back in 10 seconds. <laughs> and, we need like a little audio slide that comes like to play the little music. Okay, Team Petty, your thoughts on Pepe Oh, uh, the opposite sex. <laughs> I told you. Here it is. You was gone for about seven seconds. So we just I was. All right. I'm back. Okay. Go ahead. What did you say while you was gone? <laughs> I like he Pepe Le Pew need to be gone. He wasn't good then. He ain't good now. He had one one character, um, you know, built around him, and that was sexual harassment. Hmm. T. Petty Pepper Le Pew is written out of Space Jam too. I don't care. Okay. Like this whole cancel culture. This is just playing into that bullshit that Republicans keep talking about. I don't give a fuck. Hmm. Okay, so I got another cancer cancel culture uh, story. So. They tried to cancel Kirk Franklin, who cussed out his grown-ass son, and his son taped it, but then they found out his son was 33 years old, and people was like, oh, well, did you hear the videotape of Kirk Franklin cussing his son out and or the apology? Yes, I, I heard I heard the tape, and um, I, didn't, I didn't hear the... Yeah, I think I did hear the apology, too. And my thing is, like, okay... I don't want to normalize cussing out your kids because you shouldn't be doing that. Hopefully you have a good enough relationship with your kids that you don't have to cuss them out, but kids will drive you to cuss. So I, I will say that they will drive you to cuss. So I, that part didn't seem out of the, out of the ordinary, like relationships, people get in heated arguments, but, um, and, you know, I don't know the history of it, right? Like, I don't know the history they have and what's transpired, you know, over, over all those years. So that's why it's just hard for me to judge this one. So I, I was like, yes, parents cuss. Parents been cussing. That probably ain't going to stop. I, I, can't, I, I can't judge that relationship because I don't know enough about it. Okay. T. Patty, you know it wouldn't be a show without me doing one of my impressions. So let me see how I get my oh, on. <laughs> For those of you who think that gospel music has gone too far, I got news for you. You ain't seen nothing yet. Go and go red. <laughs> That's actually sir, pretty good. That Thank actually, you, sir. That was That's not bad. Just like him. Thank you. See there? I, that I, was I, not bad. <laughs> um, so I agree with with my boy Idris. I just, well, I there is a base level of respect that I think should just be given to people as human beings. I would never cuss my daughter out like that, ever. Yeah. However, I don't know anything about their relationship. Who the hell knows what's going on between him and his son? Um, 
And the fact that his son released it, like, bruh, what, what the fuck are you doing with your life? You 33 years old, you get cussed out by your mama or your daddy, like, hang up. But I mean, I don't know what you're expecting to gain from this. So whatever's going on in that man's family, I hope they work that shit out because families are complicated things and I'm not going to judge. Put your hands together. Sorry, mama judge you. You keep doing that shit. <laughs> GP. Is you with me? I got nothing else. I got nothing else. Um, <laughs> That's it. That I got my Kirk. I might just like. Well, no one leaves um, voicemails anymore. No one picks up on voicemails anymore, right? Like, does anybody no. leave a voicemail? Like, you know, it's a bill collector or somebody calling with some bullshit. I was gonna say, like, remember you used to put like the uh, outgoing message on the answer machine, or you could record the um, um, outgoing message for your voicemail now on your phone. But nobody does that anymore. I was gonna say I was gonna do one as um, Kirk Franklin, but don't do that, people. Okay. People leave me voicemails all the time, actually. I just never listen to them. So if you ever left me a voicemail, I promise you I deleted it. Okay. Oh. Yeah, like and and you don't have to listen to them now because they um they do the visual voicemail. So you can Oh my like god, but it. those translations be fucked They're up. Horrible. You know, you got... <laughs> they are uh, awful. <laughs> we're going to get some cleanser blaking with me. <laughs> And we wanted to know if you wanted some black magubara. Call me back if you're interested. Hola, holy. What? Delete. Delete. Just delete. Yeah. If you're leaving me a voicemail, you don't know me anyway, because you know I'm not going to listen to it. There it is. All right. Well, listen, this is the Digital Gumbo Podcast After Party, nice extended uh, After Party, episode 37, beginning uh, with this week. Remember, we're going to be releasing a new episode every week, so you want to make sure you turn on your notifications on your smart device, your smartphone, smart TV, the whole nine yards. Um, your smart speaker might even give you some notifications, too, so you know the minute that a new episode drops. As always, our library of shows is available. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. We're on social media, Instagram, Twitter, at the Digital Gumbo. We are on Instagram TV, IGTV, and we also have our YouTube channel. We'll be taking more um, excerpts, maybe about the preacher uh, that says that y'all need to be trophy wives out there. That's in quotes, ladies. Um, and um, put uh, T. Petty's commentary on that. And uh, we might just use that as an excerpt of the show, but we'll be using uh, our social media more going forward. And again, um, as we said in episode 36, uh, we are total anti-Asian um, American Pacific Islander violence. Um, so again, our hearts go out to uh, the folks uh, in um, Atlanta, and we call on uh, everybody to do whatever they can in a small way or a large way to uh, stand by our Asian American brothers and sisters and um, you know, call for the continued uh, stopping the violence against our uh, Asian American Pacific Islander brothers and sisters. Y'all guys got any thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah, I'll be safe out there. People don't lost their damn minds. Yeah, and, and stop stuffing like money down the neck of cowboy draws. That's just nasty. <laughs> he the one out there naked. 
well, semi-naked. They're going to start to stuff Bitcoin next. Now, look, they start to put Bitcoin out there, your boy going to get a guitar and a hat and some fruit. And you'll see me in front of the Washington Monument getting my Bitcoin on. I need to retire. And the faster I can do it, the better off we'll all be. <laughs> you can listen to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Thanks for riding with us. We talked about our social media and stuff, so we're all good to go. We will catch y'all next time. New episodes dropping weekly. New episodes dropping weekly. And if you uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, please write a review. Uh, rate us five stars. And remember to turn on your uh, notifications so that you know uh, the next time uh, a podcast drops on any platform, but especially Apple. We uh, bust into the uh, top 100 for improv category for podcasts, for Apple Podcasts. And we, uh, and we you, you got to tell them on, on, on iTunes, the new thing is to follow, right? Yeah, so when the new um, software update comes down on Apple, you won't have to subscribe to a podcast. You just have to follow a podcast. So we'll keep um, uh, our eyes on that and tell you when go time is to follow the podcast. So even if you subscribe, once they say follow, we want y'all to unsubscribe and then follow us. So um, that lets the people that's in charge of all the podcasts know that y'all love it. We'll keep uh, putting it out and we continue to Find these rankings here and, and let more folks know about the Digital Gumbo Podcast family. Appreciate that, Drees. All right, no y'all. Problem, I got you, bro. Appreciate it, bro. All right, you we out of here. We good? We good. We good. Y'all be safe out there. Be safe. See y'all next time. One love, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye.